Hello and welcome to the Next in Line podcast where we are helping to prepare you for whatever is next in line. My name is Chance Pitts and I am your host and I'd like to thank you for tuning in to this first actual episode. We've got an introductory episode that has launched before this, but this is the first true episode of the podcast where we get into talking about personal and professional development. So guys, welcome in. I wanted to touch base a little bit with y'all just kind of give y'all personal update as well for myself uh today i am working on closing out day 43 of the 75 hard program had a good leg session this morning and then some trail running this afternoon did about five and two-thirds miles uh just felt really good got out there and moving around starting to feel really good get back in a really good mindset uh so it's it's really good to see but guys the topic i wanted to to get into it on Today, uh, I'm going to put out a little precursor. It is something that, that other people or some people might not fully agree with the way I put this. And this might be something that is a little bit in left field for some people. But I ask you to bear with me and just kind of give this a shot. Uh, so first off, right out the gate, in today's society, as we look around, every, everywhere you go, it seems like there's division, there's hatred, uh, if you use that word. But there's hatred towards everybody. There's hatred towards everything. Supply chain shortages, COVID, the left side, the right side. It doesn't matter what aisle you're on. Everybody seems to hate everybody a little bit more every single day. And there's a little bit more division. But guys, today I really wanted to talk to y'all about the only kind of hate that has ever truly served me. And that's self-hate. So before you roll your eyes, before you freak out, uh, I'm not flipping my bangs in front of my eyes and putting my Slipknot t-shirt on and, and going all emotional on y'all. Don't don't worry about that, guys. But I wanted to talk about self-hate in the form of motivation and the form of fuel and kind of give y'all a little bit of insight to what got me to where I am today, if you will. So right out the gate, uh, some of y'all that know me from growing up or knowing me from the past, know that I used to make a lot of bad choices. Uh, still do every once in a while. It's kind of in human nature, but I uh, used to make some really bad choices on a regular basis uh, when it came to health, diet, uh, just decisions on a regular, regular basis, uh, drinking, all those things. I did not do any of those things in a very healthy way, uh, and and it really showed. And I guess kind of the the awakening happened one day. We had gone out the night before, I think, to a local bar that we usually go to with some friends, just goofing around, typical normal night. And I woke up about noon or one o'clock, like one does when you go out and drink way too much the night before. Didn't remember a whole lot from the night before and and kind of was upset with myself because I'd wasted away over half a day by literally laying in bed trying to recover. Uh, and I had already have plans now to eat something greasy and get a little bit of water in myself and and then end up doing it all over again as far as the recovery goes for the afternoon period just laying there being miserable with something on the tv not being productive at all and something funny happened so I went to the restroom to go pee and got in there really dehydrated uh, and and got done handling business or whatever and and turned around and looked in the mirror and realized truly what I saw looking back at me. Uh, I was standing there in my underwear, shirtless, uh, just just kind of ashamed of what I saw, to be honest with you. I saw a guy that, that looked like crap. He was unkept. 
hair long and shaggy, beard out of control. And I knew why I grew the beard. I grew the beard to, to help hide the double chin a little bit because I was overweight. I'd let myself go really badly. I was about 235 pounds. I looked like crap. I felt like crap. And not just whenever I was drinking or whenever I was hungover. So I really, on a daily basis, just didn't operate. Walking upstairs got me winded. I wasn't working out anymore. wasn't making an effort to better myself. Yeah, I poured myself into my jobs, but I think that was kind of trying to receive a false sense of fulfillment somewhere because I would I would dive headfirst into a job and just give it everything 100%, and then I'd have that excuse in my back pocket whenever I went home or, or before work. I was too tired or didn't have time to go do all these other things, and that's what I mean by self-hate. That's how I brought this conversation up is I truly, truly hated who I saw in the mirror whenever I was looking at myself. And I think that's something that a lot of people can relate to. I think we've all kind of, everybody that's taken any kind of journey into personal or professional development has seen a quality about themselves or seen something that they have done and they just truly hate the decision they've made or the position that they put themselves in. And so if you can relate to that right out the gate, uh, whether you've started your journey into development or not, I, I commend you for being able to see that. That's a huge step in the right direction. That's a huge part of the problem right out the gate. But what I saw was, was not somebody I was proud of. It was not somebody who served their friends. It was not somebody who took care of business or could by any means protect or serve their family, their community, or anybody else for that matter, uh, much less myself in a lot of ways. So that kind of got me headstrong into the direction of where I was trying to go. And that self-hate, like I said, I'm not talking about being depressed. I'm not talking about self-harm, and nor am I advocating for that in any kind of way. I don't think you should take it to a point to where you're being detrimental to yourself. It's important to understand that there is a difference between that self-hate and that fuel and depression and feeling like you're not good enough. Now, they still, both of those things build an energy with each other, and, and they kind of push in the same direction a lot of ways, but a lot of people don't know how to handle it whenever it comes in the form of depression and they move to a negative place. I know I've been there. I've been in some really, really dark places in my life, and if you're at that point, I encourage you to reach out to somebody. I encourage you to reach out to me. Uh, contact me by email at nextinline at gmail.com, or you can find me on social media and shoot me a DM uh, at nextinline, and that's on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, even on YouTube, uh, please, if you're in that spot, reach out. I'll be glad to have a conversation with you, share some of my experiences, how I got through that. But, guys, I'm, n- I'm not talking about self-harm. Like I said, I'm not advocating for it at all. Uh, that's not something I believe in. That's not something I, I think is a solution in any way or form or fashion. And I'll get into that in another podcast. But I kind of want to drive a little bit more into the to the self-hate and what it did for me. So whenever I looked in that mirror and I saw myself fat, overweight, uh, not happy with where I was in life, not happy with the things I was doing, it made a lot of things click in my brain. And it, it really encouraged me to take a step in the right direction because I realized, hey, you got yourself into this whole thing. You are the reason you are where you're at. It's not anybody else's fault. It's not somebody that cooks the food. It's not the people that put the beer in the fridge or the cooler and invited you over. It's directly because of the decisions that I make every single day. And I was making bad ones. So I needed something a little bit radical to 
to really put myself into place. And I'd seen some friends and uh, and heard some people talk about different things. I listened to Ryan Mickler and uh, the Order of Man podcast, and that got me interested in listening to Real AF with Andy Frisella. And that's where I really got into the 75 hard. And eventually I started listening to Chad Wright and the 307 Project and those guys over there, Chili and Blake. And it was a amazing experience and an eye-opening experience because I realized all these guys are just like me. They've been somewhere close to where I've been. They've been in a state that was not where they wanted to be. And one day they just decided to do something about it. One of the things that Andy Priscilla did about it was he started a program called 75 Hard. And for those of y'all that don't know what it is, uh, there's a few different main aspects to 75 Hard that you have to do on a daily basis for 75 days straight. And if you screw up, you've got to go back to the beginning. So those tasks are you have to follow a diet to a T. There's no alcohol or cheat meals allowed at all. There's two 45-minute workouts, one of which has to be outside. You have to drink a gallon of water. You have to take a progress picture every single day, and you have to read 10 pages of personal development nonfiction literature. So naturally, right out the gate, being where I was and being who I was, I tried to cheat the system. For the first seven days, I failed every single day because I listened to a podcast, Personal Development, and I thought, you know, that's good enough. That'll get me by. But you know what? Good enough, and that'll get me by got me in the boat I was. I was 235 pounds, like I said. I was fat, overweight, winded, doing any activity, lazy, made excuses, and I lied to myself and told myself that I was happy all the time. But it turns out I really, really was not. And going through this program was one of the hardest things I've ever done, mentally, physically, emotionally. Uh, But I really had a lot of fire under me because of that self-hate that I talked about. I spun the self-hate and I spun those emotions I felt when I looked in that mirror into a positive thing and I used it as fuel for the fire to where I wanted to go. And that's what you have to do. You can't let it consume you. You can't let it get you down. You can't let other people's opinions get you thinking any kind of thing about yourself that's not productive. And what I did in that first few days... Uh, was I didn't tell anybody at all that I was taking on the program. A lot of people knew who it was because there was a couple guys. One of my mentors uh, knew that I knew from work. He had done it, and everybody was amazed by his transformation, kind of on all fronts, not just the weight loss, but also in the mindset. And so I didn't tell anybody. I kind of, there's a little bit of, of, you know, I don't want to tell anybody in case I fail, but also, I didn't want anybody to know what I was doing because I wasn't doing it for anybody else. I was doing it for myself and for the benefit of my family. So my wife knew. Uh, And that's another thing. My wife has been amazingly supportive throughout this whole journey uh, of my transformation and getting into some of these other things that I've been able to do. Uh, But I guess the main point with 75 Hard is it, it was a struggle. It was a grind every single day, and it was an extreme change. I went from being, at that point, I had started working out a little bit. It was a little ways down the road before I decided to do it, and I weighed about 216 pounds whenever I started. I still had terrible habits. I uh, still drank a lot, still went out, stayed up late, had a terrible schedule all the way around, and still dove into work the same way, uh, with the same mindset, and buried myself in there. And this program forced me to take and find some work-life balance. And one of the things that I, I loved about I loved about doing it and loved about starting my personal development journey is I had to learn how to eat right. 
Uh, and it really, it all started at the diet and it all started in the gym because I'd, I'd find very quickly after this thing started is that whenever I'd finish workouts and whenever I would eat good, I started feeling good. I started taking some supplements that helped me on a daily basis, not protein powder and not all this other stuff to try to get buff or whatever you want to call it, get swole. Uh, but I took things that actually benefited my health. I started eating better. I started eating a lot of fish. I didn't let myself eat fried foods. Didn't let myself drink dark liquids. Cut carbs extremely hard. Uh, I did one of my mistakes, I will say, is I counted calories. I'm glad that I'm not doing that this next time around that I'm doing it right now. Uh, but I did count calories to restrict myself and make sure I was in a caloric deficit that was pretty substantial. Now, it was very hard going forward. Uh, there was a lot of days where I would run pretty much five miles or bike ten miles uh, at one point, and then I'd be in the gym the other time, and there was a lot of days that ran into the 1 a.m., 2 a.m., 3 a.m. time slots, and it was just something I had to do to get myself to where I wanted to be. And it taught me a lot as far as mental toughness and fortitude goes because I realized that Nobody's going to care either way what I do. Nobody's going to care if I show up every day and do what I'm supposed to, nor will they know. Nobody is going to be sitting there babysitting me, holding my hand, telling me that, oh, it's, you know, you, you need to go to the gym or you need to do this or that or, you know, it's okay if you don't go, just come have a beer. And you run into that a lot whenever you're at parties and, and people are trying to convince you to do something. But that's the great thing about that program. So, from going back to the beginning, from that self-hate and from the just total hatred for who I was, what I had going on, it served me in a lot of positive ways because it gave me that upward, upward trajectory. Now, what you do with that is completely up to yourself. You can go, like I said, in a very negative way or you can spin it in a positive way like I tried to. And... What has helped me with that whole process and what has kept me going up to this point is I have kept finding ways to challenge myself, kept trying, finding ways to push myself, and that's led into me uh, signing up for a couple ultra marathons. I competed in two ultra marathons, two 50Ks. One was actually the 3 of 7 podcast 50K uh, in Georgia last September where I took 12th place uh, in my first ultra marathon, and then the next one was the Dana Peak ultra marathon that I ran three weeks later that I was totally ill prepared for and I did not have my head about me I did not have my training where it needed to be and I crashed and burned I finished right in the middle of the pack still uh, but I did injure myself and I was out of running and I was out of being able to work out and exercise because of that uh, but that just kind of gave me the reminder I needed to stay intentional and make sure I was taking care of business every single time that I showed up in whatever I was doing so I think that's a, a great point to get into as well while we're talking about it is is staying intentional. And that's going to be a topic for, for something else we talk about at another time as well when we get further into it. But this program teaches you to make the most of your time. And my transformation taught me a lot of different things. It taught me that time is more valuable than any money I could ever go make. It was the most precious commodity I could ever have. Uh, I... I learned that what people thought about me really didn't matter at the end of the day. It didn't make a difference what anybody thinks. Uh, as long as I'm taking care of business, I'm happy and my family's happy. So 
I highly, highly encourage y'all to look into 75 Hard. I promise this wasn't meant to be a 75 Hard podcast. Uh, diving more into the, the self-hate avenue was the topic I wanted to talk about because I think there's a lot of important things there. Now, if you find yourself in a situation where you are not happy with who you are, you're not happy with what you're doing, you're not happy with who you've become lately, I encourage you to take that hard look in the mirror just like I did, and I encourage you to make a decision. But if you're going to make a decision to live a healthier life or get healthy or change whatever you're doing, you need to genuinely 100% set yourself up. Now, I'm dropping this right around New Year's. Um, This podcast will come out, like I said, right around New Year's. So don't, don't set a hard mark. Don't think that you can be the new year, new me kind of person, because if you're waiting for the new year to come around, or if you're waiting for a certain day or a hard hard point, hard date to come out, then you are going to fail. Start it immediately. Dive right in. Make yourself do the work. Come up with a plan and work it every single day. Plan your meals. Plan ahead of time. Plan your workouts. Don't waste time at the gym. Don't waste time across the board, and you'll truly be amazed by how much time you open up in your schedule and how much more time you have every day to do the things that you really enjoy doing. Guys, that's all I've got for the podcast today. I'd like to thank y'all for tuning in to this episode. Uh, As always, please like, subscribe, share. Uh, Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. If you think we're doing something wrong, uh, you can find us at Next in Line on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. Or you can reach out to us via email at nextinlinedevelopment.com. Guys, thanks for checking us out. And remember to always be prepared for whatever is next in line.